0: respectfully disagree podcast episode 137 and before we get started um, y'all excuse me I lost my voice today so just gotta bear with me Um, shouldn't take too long man today What's the saying? Um, All good things must come to an end. We finally lost our first game today. And it couldn't have came at the worst time. We lost in the championship game in overtime by two points. So before I even get started... um. Congratulations to all the kids on the team for a amazing season. I had no idea that the year was going to go as well as it did. Um I really really wanted to win the championship. Not only for myself, but for the group of kids that was on the team last year and we lost in the championship game. That was the motivation from, from day one. Championship of bus. We knew we had the talent to get it done. I was hoping that in terms of how well did the kids mature and learn from it last year? They would have came back and was hungry, ready to compete. And for the most part, we got that. Um, so it all ties into what tonight's topic is going to be about. And I'm going to make it short and sweet because NBA All-Stars getting ready to come on. The topic is, does winning really solve everything? And it's crazy because I, I had this written down like two or three days ago. I knew what I was going to talk about, but it was going to be determined by the outcome of today's games so I had the topic in mind already and the reason why I picked this topic is because in sports you always hear it winning solves everything you hear about teams who don't have good chemistry or uh, hit a losing streak and things like that and it's always well winning solves everything It doesn't matter if LeBron and A.D. and Westbrook and all them guys got along as long as they were winning. But since the Lakers was losing, you just saw it on everybody's face. They looked unhappy. Uh, Look at the Brooklyn Nets. (laughs) They were actually winning this season. But eventually, everything comes to a boiling point, and we see what happened in Brooklyn. So today, I just want to reflect on what happened, not only today, but throughout the course of the whole entire season. And that's why, in my opinion, I'm going to go ahead and hit the button. I, disagree. I respectfully disagree that winning solves everything. I feel like winning is just a mask Or makeup It hides all the The flaws And as long as you're winning you, you don't have to discuss it You don't have to Address it In any shape form or fashion Because guess what You're winning How can you complain about anything And you're winning So Like I said, the goal from day one was a championship. And just like any team in sports, as long as you bring back your core group, you just build and put things around them and put them in the best possible positions to try to succeed. So that was the motivation from day one. And from day one, the very first day, it was like we have to figure out how to come together as a team. We know we have talented individuals, but how can we mold those talented individuals into making everybody else better? On an individual scale, night and day, Hands down, we had the more talented teams. The more talented teams, excuse me. We played against inferior teams. So every week, day in and day out, it's we know you can get yours. What's going to make you an amazing player is how well you bring the other ones with you. That was the message. From day one. And basketball has a funny way of humbling you if you don't respect the game, in my opinion. And I feel like that's exactly what happened today in every aspect from the coaches all the way down to the last person on the bench. If you don't respect the game, The game will humble you, and it's going to be painful. It's going to be painful when it does. And (sighs) (laughs) I feel like John Calipari is what I feel like, man. You got all that talent, go undefeated, get all the way to the final four, and wet the bed. But it's one of them things where it's like, This one hurts the most because ain't no way in hell we should have lost that game today against a team that we've already beat. And when we beat them, we didn't have three of our starters. We beat them without three of our starters, two of our starters. So I'm saying to myself in the back of my mind, I'm like, bro, we got this in the bag. We beat them, and we was missing two key pieces. But like I said, the game has a funny way of humbling you. So, all season long, man, like, you know what? Nope, 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 nope. Go back. Go back. Last year, when we lost in the championship, It was one of those, you just got to take it on the chin because we wasn't prepared. The team that we played against, we were supposed to play them earlier in the year, but because of COVID or whatever, we didn't get to play them. Something happened we didn't play it. We didn't play the game. So I'm one of them people where it's like you learn from every game, win, lose, or draw. What are the takeaways from the game? And when we played them in the championship, they was out there (laughs) executing plays, you know, out-of-bounds plays and putting people in the corners and things like that. Like, we wasn't ready for it. And I have my reasons. You know, I still feel like if we had a little bit more time to rest, then the outcome might have been different. But guess what? If we would have made our free throws, the outcome most definitely would have been different. So that's one of them things where it's like, all right, you take it on the chin. But I told myself all summer long that won't happen again. We won't get that far and get to a game and we're not prepared. That ain't going to happen. We we can lose. I ain't saying that we ain't going to lose, but it won't be because we wasn't prepared. And I think that's the part that hurts the most. It's like, in my opinion, I feel like we we never came together as a team to the point to where we trusted one another and it didn't become a situation where it's like we're so dependent on our alphas. In my opinion, we had like three solid alphas And everybody became so dependent, so dependent on the alphas to where it's like, oh, here, just give them the ball and they'll carry us and take us home. And like I just said, you're supposed to learn from every game, win, lose, or draw. And every week we're blowing people out, blowing people out. Yeah, the kids are having fun because they're winning. But at the same time, it's like, in my opinion, I was like, we're not growing as a team. It's still get a ball to the alphas and go. And that's why I'm saying it's like winning doesn't solve everything because to me it was just a mask. Like every week I'm looking at the film I'm looking at the body language. I'm looking at how we're talking in practice to each other. It it was never uplifting, never, you know what I'm saying? Like, everything was just, it felt like gym class. And I I couldn't figure it out. It was racking my brain. Like, I've been talking to my peers, talking to people, and it's just like, I have no idea how to make this work because you knew it was coming. The further you get along in the season, you're going to start playing tougher opponents. On top of the fact that now the whole city knew what we are. The whole city knew what we were. And teams are going to start game planning to take away your strengths. And that was the message for weeks, for weeks. We have to get each other involved. We have to trust each other. And it never happened. It never happened. From top to bottom, it never happened. And that's where I'm going to hold myself accountable. Because on the last episode, I think I think it was the last episode or maybe the episode before that, we was in there laughing, joking around. Talking about how I almost got a tag and went Bobby Knight and things like that. And it's like, it's not funny. It's not funny at all because I know I have anger issues. That's why I wanted to try to give them kids everything that I could possibly give them from experience. Because I had a terrible attitude on the court Got kicked out of several games. Like, I had a bad reputation just off of my attitude. And I've always told people, like, I always felt like DeMarcus Cousins. And I felt like he was always misunderstood because he was so passionate about the game. It's like, to the naked eye, y'all got to excuse me, my family just came in if y'all hear a lot of noise. Um, To the naked eye, it's like, He's a sore loser. He's a crybaby. Oh, my God, he's always pouting and complaining and this and that. Refs are always giving him texts. But in reality, he's one of the most competitive people on the floor, especially when he was in Sacramento. It's like people get passion mixed up with crybaby. And it's like you 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 want to win and you want to compete so bad to where you, you can't hold it together. And it's unfortunate, but we had several of those kids that's so passionate and so competitive to where it's like when things are not going your way, you don't know how to bottle it in and channel it to make you play harder, make you play better. And it's like, that was one of our Achilles heels last season. And that's why I said earlier I was hoping that maybe over the summer they would have got some of that out of their system and was able to mature. But again, I know exactly what they feel like because I'm the same exact way. And it just so happens that today, in both games, we were down. Big. And we're all wearing our emotions on our sleeve. Like, it's on full display for the whole gym to see. And it's like we picked the worst time to unravel. So, again, the first game, I think we started out, we was down 14 to nothing. Like, we almost went the whole first half and didn't score a bucket. I think at the end of the half, the score was – Fifteen or four, maybe. Fifteen or four, I think. I'm not even sure. But um had this big old speech. I done lost my voice. And that's when I realized it's like Adrian, you gotta calm down because the kids think that you're yelling at them in disgust or anger. But it's like, man, the gym is packed, bro. I'm trying to get y'all to listen. I'm trying to get y'all to calm down, like, one bucket at a time. But their emotions are roused up. My emotions are roused up. They're thinking I'm yelling. It's like, all right, Adrian, chill. So come out of halftime, we ended up winning the game 20 to 18. So that's what I'm saying. It's like. The second half, we might have gave up five points, I think. Either five or six points the whole second half. And that's how I know it's like we had the talent to win it all. But they they did not believe in themselves, I guess, or come together. It's like I kept trying to tell them for weeks and weeks and weeks, we got to get tough. We got to play with more intensity. Like quit letting these teams just get any shot that they want. That's what I started noticing towards the end of the season. Yeah, we were putting points up on the board. Yeah, we were blowing out teams. But teams were getting any shot that they wanted. Teams were getting the rebounds that they wanted. They were taking the ball from us. And I'm like, that right there is just toughness. So every week after that, we're trying to help build our toughness all the way to the point to where I asked some of my friends, you know, Chris, Dante, Isaiah, they've all been on the podcast before. I'm asking them to come in so we can scrimmage against them, to let them go against some adversity and things like that so that it can prepare them for if that time ever presented itself in which it did. So when they handled it the first game, I'm like, Cool. We're going to go into the championship and play against a team that we've already beat. We just showed that we can handle the pressure. All we got to do is finish the job. That's been my hashtag the last couple of weeks, man. Finish the job. And here's where the game humbled everybody. Because we jumped out, I think it was 12 to 2, 10 to 2, or 12 to 2. We were up. And then our kids got to gloating, flexing, and taunting. And in the back of my mind, I'm like, Dah, I'm burning up inside. But it's like, okay, man, it's kids being kids, man. Let them have fun. Let them have fun. Plus, to my understanding, you know what I'm saying, the kids know each other. They're all friends. So it ain't like that's the enemy on the other side. It's like after this game is over, we all have a friendship outside of sports and things like that. I'm not from here. So – I don't have no dog in that fight. But I'm trying to tell them, I'm like, dude, these teams are not trying to be your friend. They're trying to beat you. You're the number one seed. They're coming after you. Be friends after the game. Like, put all that to the side. So, like I said, we've beaten them already. And I told them, they're just going to shoot threes. All you got to do is guard the perimeter. That's it. That's it. Next thing I know, they got hot. I think they hit like three threes in a row. We went into halftime down by two. After being up double digits. So at that point, now we're trying to reel the kids back in again because they're losing their their confidence. They're ready to give up. It's been a long day. Emotions are through the roof. And the third quarter, we got down double digits and they rallied and they fought back and we go into overtime. I'm like, cool, man. Everything is just shaping up how it, like, God, if we get through this, man, I ain't going to ask for nothing else. I ain't going to ask for nothing else. Like, just help us get through this. And in the overtime period, in my opinion, several calls went, Against us That shouldn't have been Like we had a kid on a fast break I was for sure that he got fouled In my mind he got fouled But the referee said it was a block And um That's when I lost my cool And that's why I was saying earlier Like on the previous episode Like we thought that shit was funny And this and that But I'm never gonna put us in no situation Where I'm gonna jeopardize The game For my own personal feelings so it's like I don't need nobody to reel me back in or keep me on a leash so then a couple of trips come down and then it happened again so at that point I'm already standing up so I just put my hands in there it's like I didn't call out the referee I wasn't challenging him or anything like that but I guess he felt I was so then he was like you need to go sit down I'm like, bro, it's a two-point game in overtime with, like, 50-something seconds left. Like, man, I'm not doing nothing. Like, you tripping. You out your fucking mind. And then that's when a situation occurred between the coaches. And I ain't going to – I'm not going to use this podcast to disclose and do all that. But in my opinion, I felt very disrespected. And – I'm one of them people where it's like, God, like I'm I'm big on principle, man. It's like I'm not from here. I don't know a lot of people from here for real. I mind my own business. So I'm not finna get into no altercation with a bunch of people and shit, especially somewhere where I the odds ain't in my favor or nothing like that. But it's like I'm I'm going to battle for our kids, bro. Like, if I felt like he was fouled and they didn't call it call the foul bro this the heat of the battle I don't need nobody to tell me to go sit down like you not finna little boy me like fuck that excuse my language I was trying everything in my power not to cuss like you not finna little boy me in front of these front of this packed house like this ain't finna be no swinging contest uh, again I'm trying not to cuss manhood swinging contest about whose team it is, who's this and that. The referee was like, who's the coach? Because technically, only one person is supposed to be standing up anyway. Two people can't stand up, otherwise it's a tech. They just so happen to be letting it go. And that's what I'm saying. it's like, at that point in time, I'm saying to myself, I'm trying to help win this game. Like, I don't need you trying to little boy me or feel like you need to reel me in and this and that. And it's like, you're going to get a tech. You're going to get a tech. And I'm like, bro, I don't give a damn about getting no tech. He ain't finna give me one because I ain't done nothing. You're going to give me a tech for standing up? You're going to give me a tech for throwing my hands in the air? I'm like, bro, we done went this whole game Kids is out here crying on the court. We got kids rolling their eyes at the referees, flexing at the referees. We got kids on the bench fighting each other. Like, everything is at pure chaos at this point. And this is where we finna end up at? Like, me and you clashing? I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, nah, bro, you tripping. So I make the attempt to walk away. I'm walking away from the bench. I turn my back and I'm walking towards the bleachers. In my mind, I'm thinking... I'm trying to calm the situation down by turning around and walking away. And the referee's like, you need to go sit down. Make him sit down. I'm like, wait a minute. Like, what the fuck do y'all mean, make me sit down? Like, bro, we grown-ass fucking adults here. You're not finna use the term make me sit down because ain't nobody finna make me do shit. And that's when I was just like, you know what? Sit the fuck down. So we, we went and tied the game again, and I'm like, cool, man. It's like 30 seconds, 30 seconds, and I'm like, pressure the ball. In my mind, I'm like, pressure the ball, pressure the ball, and I think we fouled them, or they got a layup, and they went down and hit two, and we got the ball back with like four seconds, threw up a prayer, and we ended up losing by two, but it's just one of them things where it's like everything finally came to a head. And it's like I have been talking about it and talking about it for weeks. I'm like, we need to work on our toughness. We need to work on our intensity on defense. We need to work on sharing the ball, getting each other involved, and just having fun. And the rest to take care of itself. We'll go take care of business because we already had the talent. We had the talent. We just had to figure out how to make them come together and trust each other and have fun while they're doing it. But at some point in time, it it no longer became fun. And now we're in our heads. Emotions are high. And we ran out of time. And that's why I'm saying <laughs> winning does not solve everything. Like, my message before I get off of here is, Simply learn to have fun while you're out there. It should never get to the point to where you crying and upset to where now you can't even think straight. You can't even focus on the game because your emotions are high. Now your shots are going to be rushed. Your shots are going to be hard. You're not going to be able to defend because you're just looking for something to react to. You're just looking for something. And picking up silly fouls. Like, that was the game plan the first game. Like, don't pick up silly fouls. And sure enough, we had, like, four kids with three or four fouls each. One kid fouled out. And it's like, bro, we just, we went over this all week. Like, I'm curious to know what some of the parents think. Because it's like, if you didn't know any better, it almost looked like we didn't practice. It almost looked like we didn't have no game plan. And it's like, that's far from the truth because I'm pulling my my friends in here. And they can vouch for it. It's like, we're telling them everything that they need to succeed. But it's like, all right, Adrian, you also got to understand that, man, they fourth and fifth graders, they kids. It may not register yet. So hopefully later on in life, They'll start figuring it out and understanding that, hey man, you know what? Maybe if I do trust my teammate, instead of me worrying about how many points I scored, guess what? These two or three assists might be the difference in the game. And guess what? We won't lose in overtime. That's the only that's the only goal. How do we prepare the kids for the next level? At least in my mind. That's at least how I how I was brought up to view the game and enjoy the game. How are you preparing these kids for the next level? But it's just one of them things where I feel like, man, everybody's trying to exploit these kids and use them. And it's for personal gain, personal bragging rights and shit like that. And it's like, I don't get into all that. And maybe it's because I don't know people. So I really don't have nobody to brag to, barbershop talk with or nothing like that. But it's like, come on, man. (laughs) Supposed to be making the game fun. You supposed to be teaching them the basics, teaching them the fundamentals, so that every step of the way, they get better and they love. They learn. They will learn to fall in love with the game. Not every child has the resources to have a shooting coach, a dribbling coach, or play AAU and go to camps and things like that. And I've always had that conversation on this podcast. There was the very first episode I ever done was like how I hate this AAU stuff because. You got a group of kids who think they're up here and they piss on the kids that's down here, but in reality, they're both at the same level because if you can't go left, you're inferior. If you can't pass through pressure, you're inferior. If you can't dribble without putting your damn head down, you're inferior. So it doesn't make you any better than anybody else on this court. Who cares about AAU? Who cares about what you ranked as this and that? Are you a good teammate? Are you an unselfish basketball player? And I feel like that's what finally came and bit us in our ass today. Excuse my language again. It's like we had all the talent in the world. The most talented team that I done seen so far this year. And shout-out to Lincoln because Lincoln is extremely talented. But I felt like we had the speed. We had the quickness. But even with that, it's like they didn't buy in until the end. We had a whole game plan set up for that everything. We had it in place. But it took three quarters. And that's exactly what happened last week. And every week I've been posting, you know, giving my little summary of the game. It's like, oh, great team win. Like, we finally played as a team today. Oh, today was a struggle, but we finally woke up in the third quarter, the fourth quarter, and this and that. And it's like, in my opinion, after this, I'm gone. If your kids are the same as when they started day one at the end of the year, to me that's a failure. That's a failed season. You should be able to look and say, hey, this kid is better than when they first walked in the door. That kid is better than when they first walked in the door. As a team, we're better than when we all first walked in the door. And in my opinion, I hope I don't make anybody upset. I feel like in my mind, I don't don't think that happened across the board. A few kids improved, but from... The first one to the last one, we didn't come together as a team. And that's where it starts with us. It starts with us. And it's like you don't want to run your practice in in things like boot camp and stuff. You still want to make it fun, but it's like you ran out of time. You ran out of time. And that's where we're going to leave it winning does not solve everything. Even if they would have won that game in overtime, it's like, yeah, I'd have been happy we we reached the goal, but it's like at the end of the day, it's like it didn't feel right because it got all the way to the point to where our last couple of games, man, we was only going six or seven deep, when in the beginning we utilized everybody on the team. Now, granted, I get it. Some of that it ain't meant for the third graders. That's a that's a learning process. You got to understand that. But it's like, I feel like even with some of our third graders, we had the talent. We just had to develop them to handle the pressure and trust them and keep moments to where we didn't have to ride our stars and make them tired. You know what I'm saying? It's like we asked a whole lot from our fifth graders. We asked them to play a whole lot of minutes. And that's why I'm saying it's like preparation, it matters. It matters. And we did everything in our power to develop all the other kids to catch them up to where we didn't have to ride the coattails of our our stars. But time ran out. And real quick, I'm going to get off here with this because like last week I'm sitting in the stands. And there was some parents for the team that we lost to today. And they was like, we know how to beat Cochran, man. You gotta, All you got to do is stop number three and stop number 11. After that, they weak. They ain't nothing. And I'm sitting right here with this big-ass Cochran hoodie on. And it's like, it took everything in me, man. I just like, sit on your hands, Andrew. Like, bro, you don't know none of these people, man. Don't get into no... Verbal altercations and going back and forth with people and this and that. And sure enough, we got into the game today. They had a perfect game plan to take the ball out of number three's hands. As soon as he got to half court, which is what we've been trying to tell them all year long, teams are going to start preparing for this. You got to know how to handle it. And we tried to teach them everything that they needed. And... We just didn't execute. So with that being said, man, once again, man, shout out to the kids, um, to the fifth graders. <laughs> I'm pretty sure y'all going to hear this now because somebody done told these kids about the podcast. When I come in last week, They was like, coach, we saw your YouTube channel. I'm like, oh, hell. So parents, uh, I'm not responsible for anything that your kids hear on this podcast this is not for kids so every week when i set my settings i put on there it's not for kids so i apologize ahead of time for whatever it is that they hear but that's why i don't use no names or nothing like that i just i generalize and it's it's no disrespect or nothing like that like i said i'm not from here i'm not gonna get into no situation where it's like he just running and using the mic to do this and do that it's like nah bro like I'm passionate about the game. I love the game, and I was really, really trying my best to pour everything that I had into them so that they can understand the game and utilize their natural talent. That's one thing that I also want to get out in the open. I don't want to take credit for something that those kids already have. Those kids were already naturally talented. We were just trying to help mold it and shape it into a basketball player versus an individual player, a team player. I'll say that. Use your natural gifts to help elevate everybody else. And I guarantee you will succeed with that formula. So that's what I want to say to the fifth graders as they head into middle school. You got all the tools that you need. Keep grinding. Share your schedules. Reach out to my wife or whatever. I would love to come watch and, and see how y'all progress. Wish you nothing but su- uh, success moving forward to our third and fourth graders. Get in the lab. Keep working. Keep grinding. Doing the same thing. And try again next year. Um. But... Today was just, it was an eye-opener for me. It really was. And I feel like now it's time for me to uh, evaluate some of my priorities. Because as hungry as I was for that championship, I feel like at times I put that over my own kids. I have kids that play basketball. And I'm spending four days a week trying to help develop and motivate and push and challenge other people's kids when that's time that I could be given mine. And it's time for me to put that in perspective because like I said, I'm, I'm real big on respect and it's gotten to a point to where it's like, I don't, I don't feel respected. And once I get to that point, it's like, nah, something got to give. And, I'm not going to sit there and allow my contribution to just be watered down to I'm the assistant. Because anybody that's at them games know that that ain't the case. And I'm going to hit the button again. I disagree. Because I respectfully disagree with any notion or any claim that I was just an assistant, a volunteer, or whatever you want to call it, bro. It's like I gave everything I had to that situation, and if the respect ain't there, then nah, nah. But I'll save that for another day, man. Like I said, it's it's one of them things where it's, I'm, I'm passionate about basketball, almost to a fault. That's why I done lost my voice because I was yelling all day, man, But anywho, man, I'm going to check out some of this all-star stuff. It's been a long couple of weeks, man. The Eagles lost in the Super Bowl. We done lost today. Kentucky's trash. Bro, might need to take a break from everything sports-related. So, uh, y'all do me a favor, man. Y'all hit that like, share, subscribe button. Appreciate everybody, bro. Man, YouTube been jumping, dog. Uh, I'm up to... I checked it today. I am up to 221 subscribers. The goal for the year was 250, so we almost there, man. Y'all keep hitting that button for me, man. Y'all reach out to me, let me know what y'all thoughts are, some of the topics that y'all want to discuss here on the podcast. Man, we, we going up a notch, man. Basketball season is over, so I'm going to have more time to focus and, and get this going. So, man, I appreciate the love and support. Like I said, man, shout-out to the team. I hate that thing's... Transpired the way that it did, and we unraveled how we did. But keep your head up, keep grinding, keep pushing, man. Y'all, I want to wish y'all nothing but success moving forward, man. And we out. Ass toasted, yeah. no competition. I, need you toasted. Yeah. I feel so high, I feel so live